Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. Hopefully everyone is doing great out there. I guess some of you may be rich by now if you own some GameStop stock. I myself do not, so I will continue to work for a living and do a podcast for the near future. Even though one of those brings me money and one doesn't. I'll leave it to you to figure out which one. Anyway, we got a new week, which means we got a new movie. (laughs) This week, the movie that I watched was PG Psycho Goreman. This one comes to us from director Stephen Kostansky, who has two previous directorial efforts that I can recall, 2016's The Void, as well as 2018's Leprechaun Returns. Out of those two, I have only seen parts of Leprechaun Returns. I do intend to watch it someday for whatever reason. I've never watched the whole thing. It was kind of fun what I remember of it. The movie The Void, I did watch that in its entirety and I felt that it kind of fell apart by the end of it. Of course, The Void was not a solo directorial effort. Psycho Goreman is one that he wrote and directed. So since he was working solo on this one, the big question is, well, how does it shape up? Is it a good movie? It depends on what you actually call a good movie. If you like movies that are truly ridiculous, then I would say this one is really for you. If you are expecting a straight up horror or a straight up comedy and can't deal with the ridiculous stuff that ensues, then you're probably not going to have fun with it. I myself actually did enjoy this one. I thought it was a funny movie. The dialogue is suitably awkward. Some of the situations and things that happen are ridiculous and awkward. It kind of adds to it. The movie starts you off somewhat easy going into it, and it just keeps piling it on from there. If I had to describe this, it reminds me of a Power Rangers-esque type of movie based on the way things are designed, even Psycho Goreman himself. Even with the way it wants to include some rock music, it almost reminds me of the stuff that you would hear in a Power Rangers episode. Even the way the battles are when Psycho Goreman has to fight his former allies and former followers, it's very reminiscent of Power Rangers. Now, as far as the ridiculous stuff that happens, you see a kid get turned into a giant walking brain, you see a cop get turned into a mindless zombie-esque type of looking thing. I don't know what he was supposed to be. It really reminds me of a trauma film in a way. If a trauma film was somewhat better directed, better edited, didn't have all the, you know, sound issues that a trauma film would have, just simply what a trauma film would look like if it had a bigger budget. This one here is not a big budget film by any stretch. However, the special effects are well done. While I said that it's similar to a trauma film, it's not really that far. It doesn't really have a lot of offensive types of things. Trauma seems to want to offend and be as tasteless as possible. This movie doesn't really go into that direction. Easiest way for me to describe it is that it definitely has that trauma influence on this one. It's not a trauma film. It's not produced by them. Definitely not. However, you would be forgiven if you were to mistake this one as a trauma film. It's kind of something that's in the same realm. It's almost in the same area code or zip code or maybe even on a neighboring street to Lloyd Kaufman's creations. 
went on a mild tangent there and I realized I didn't even say what the movie is about. Psycho Goreman actually tells the story of brother and sister that are digging a hole in the backyard. They wind up unearthing a gem that was keeping Mr. Psycho Goreman himself in a state of suspended animation. So in unearthing this jewel, they also unearth him. This magical jewel or gem, whatever you want to call it, actually is the secret of his life power, as well as the secret to controlling him. So we get a little bit of a weird kid adventure movie with a out-of-this-world friend. The difference is this out-of-this-world friend is a murderous alien. Think of it as maybe E.T., but, you know, with a murdering alien, not a loving, caring alien. Also, we could look at it as E.T., but with lots of blood and gore scattered throughout. The movie itself, Psycho Goreman, it actually has quite a few things going for it. One of the things that I absolutely loved about this movie is the fact of its reliance on practical effects. There's a ton of practical effects in this movie. I'm happy that they went this route. They could have easily filled it with a whole bunch of CGI and maybe that would have been the cheaper route to go. I'm just happy that they did not do that. Having practical effects in a movie, for me, it elevates the film, no matter if I enjoyed it or if I didn't. It's one of those things that I sorely miss from a lot of films. The character creations themselves are very inventive and different. It's stuff that you may have seen before, like I said earlier, that it reminds me of like Power Rangers creations, but they look a lot better than anything you might have seen on a Power Rangers episode. We are even treated to some special effects that I haven't seen in a recent film in a long time, and that is stop motion. Stop motion animation, sadly, is a lost art form. This movie includes it, and honestly, I'm glad they did. The other big thing this movie has going for it is the fact that the dialogue. The dialogue is pretty hilarious throughout. It almost takes an Abram Zucker-like approach to it. Of course, they were the team that worked on Airplane and directed it. It almost has that kind of feel to it. There's always some sort of gag throughout this movie, even if it doesn't work. Well, maybe the next one will get you. I actually appreciated that they did something like this. It's something else. I haven't seen it in a movie in quite a while. I wasn't expecting this to have that sort of feel with the dialogue, but it makes the movie itself all the more entertaining. It makes the characters themselves caricatures and parodies of what a suburban house life would be. The only movie that I can think of that really did that well was maybe Edward Scissorhands. I'm not saying this is as good as Edward Scissorhands. I'm just saying as far as making a statement and joke on suburban life, this movie does it pretty well. The characters in a lot of ways are just as much fun as the premise of this film. I also enjoyed some of the interesting choices that Steven Kostansky made with this one. The scene where the kids are talking by knocking I thought was actually a pretty funny moment in the movie. It's something I wasn't expecting to see. It was something that was very inventive. While we saw the kids knocking, of course, we're treated to some subtitles to see what they're actually saying. It's a gag that wasn't overused in the movie. It was used sparingly. When it did show up, it was pretty humorous. 
The other thing I enjoyed is there's a few moments where it seems like he holds shots longer than what he should. I actually really enjoyed that. Mostly because of the fact that it made some of the scenes awkward, but it made it awkward funny. I actually really like when directors make choices like that. It kind of adds to the fun. It made it funny for me, and I would imagine it makes it funny for almost anybody else that watches this one. The last thing I'll say about here is the creation uh, Psycho Goreman himself. He's a pretty awesome creation. I like that it is something original. However, you do get the feeling that you may have seen a character like him in other films. With the looks and presentation of him, he gave me almost a vibe of the Jin from the Wes Craven Presents Wishmaster, along with a mixture of, I don't know, maybe Ivan Ooze from the Power Rangers movie, as well as maybe a little bit of Pinhead thrown in there too. Either way, he's an awesome character. I think they did well with this as far as giving him some funny dialogue, as far as his descriptions of wanting to kill people. Also, he wonders what is love. So I guess you could say he had a little bit of character growth throughout. Honestly, I had a fun time with this one. I wasn't expecting to. I was surprised at how ridiculous the movie was, but you know, it wasn't bad. Not every movie has to be a challenging, thought-provoking film. Sometimes we just need a movie that we can put on, enjoy, and laugh at. That seems to be all this movie set out to be was a good time. For me, it was. I think I'm going to close out tonight's episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes. If you don't do the whole social media thing, you can drop me an email at adamanalyzespodcast at gmail.com. If you need to catch up on some past episodes, you can do so at adamanalyzes.com. If you do have a free moment, I would greatly appreciate it if you would give me a five-star rating at the podcast listening platform of your choice. It'll allow me to reach new listeners as well as continue creating new episodes. But with that being said, be kind and good night.